Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. You're commuting home with Katz and Cosby. Now, here's John Katz and Matidis and Rita Cosby on 77 WABC. Sid Rosenberg is with us, the host, of course, of Sid and Friends on WABC he Radio. He had a dynamite day this morning. Uh, he had uh, Donald uh, J. Trump on, and he had the highest ratings in a <clears throat> hundred years that the station has ever had. Huge. It was an awesome interview. Uh, Sid Rosenberg, uh, before we get to Trump, your reaction to this big breaking news on the Marine that he will be charged. The reports it's going to be manslaughter. This is with the subway chokehold death. Are you astounded that it looks like he's going to be charged? It looked like it was defending the others on the subway. No, I'm not. I'm not astounded at all. First of all, it's a much bigger honor coming on with Katz and Cosby and having President Trump on about nine hours ago. Trust me. <laughs> That's the right I'm answer, Sid. That is the correct yeah, I mean, answer. The, the, the Marine did did the right thing here. He stood up for New Yorkers. I think he's somewhat of a hero. But folks, somebody died. When somebody dies, there has to be a price. Now, my issue was you can't charge this guy with murder. That's ridiculous. So if they get him on manslaughter. That's really the least charge, either negligent homicide or manslaughter. There's no way no one's going to get charged with anything. Somebody died. So look, the good news is Tom Knipp is his attorney. Tom Knipp is a dear friend of mine. He served this country proudly. He ran against Alvin Bragg, you may remember. I had him on the show last year. And Tom Knipp will join me for an exclusive coming up tomorrow morning at 725. He may come to your show too, John. At the very least, he's going to join me tomorrow at 725. But I'm not surprised. Somebody died. Somebody got charged, but it looks like it'll be the least of all the major crime charges. And uh, Judge Weinberg, you got it. You're shaking your head. Go ahead. I, I love my my good friend Sid Rosenberg, but Sid, I respectfully dissent from uh, your analysis. Just because there was a death doesn't mean there was a criminal charge. He was, that's protect, he was protecting the other passengers. Uh, yeah, there, and, and the guy was thing, screaming, just, saying, "I want to die." There's such a thing as justifiable homicide if he's protecting people against another physical threat they did put it into the a judge, grand jury judge, why didn't that's why, but that's the judge that's why they're going to court he's being charged he's not been found guilty no, of no, anything no. so they charged him they charged him you with didn't even have to do that said respectfully said you didn't even have to do that they also charged the bodega owner when he fought to protect his own life and that was wrongfully charged that's there right. are situations <clears throat> I think Daniel Penny's a hero, but those are two different circumstances. This guy had a knife in the bodega. He went after the owner. Daniel Penny here uh, was not really provoked by this man. He tried to help, and the guy ended up dead. And he was not char- He's only been charged at this point. He's got a great attorney. I think it would have been very dangerous for this city to just say, ah, don't worry about it. He was doing the right thing. And, again, I'm defending the guy. I'm a Daniel Penny fan, but you ask me if I'm surprised. I'm not surprised because in New York City, especially a white man kills a black man. It is completely, completely uh, unreasonable uh, to think that someone's not going to get charged with something. Again, I think he's a hero. 
I think he's innocent. I think Kniff will be a great lawyer for this guy. But to think a white guy kills a black guy in the subway and no one's going to get charged. So, Sid, why, did they, why didn't they go to a grand jury? Were they scared that the grand jury may not have charged? You know, that's a great point because they had reports, by the way, everybody, that it was going to go to a grand sure. jury this week. And now, surprise, surprise. They didn't do it. Go Brian's ahead. Doing it on his own. The, the answer is yes. The answer, I believe, is yes. And again, Judge Weinberger is, is a judge, and I'm just a dopey radio guy. But I believe the answer to your, your question is yes. I think they do believe that was going to be the case. So, look, I want to make myself very, very clear. I think what Daniel Penny did was heroic. I think more New Yorkers need to do what Daniel Penny did. You asked me if I was surprised. The answer is no. But he's got a great attorney, and hopefully justice prevails, and he walks away with nothing. Um, uh, I got an idea. On the birthday party, uh, we're going to give uh, uh, Cousin Brucey this year. It's going to be the big <laughs> event. It's not my birthday this year. It's going to be Cousin Brucey. And maybe we oh. should give an honorarium to the Marine. Ah, uh, do I the GoFundMe. Great. Yeah, I do love that idea. That's a great idea, John. That's a wonderful party, by the way. Every summer, Danielle and I love that party. So that is that is a great idea. And he is certainly deserving because, again, uh, if more New Yorkers did what Daniel Penny did. Think, well, by the way, Cousin Bruce is finding out we're having a surprise birthday party for him. Don't tell him. <laughs> yeah, don't tell him. <laughs> Only a million people know now, John. Thanks a lot. <laughs> you know, I do want to say one more thing, though, about President Trump this morning. And I did hear from Margo in his office, not Margo Katsimatidis, who I love dearly, but Margo Martin. And she made it a case to tell me how much she really enjoyed the conversation because, again, last night for 93 minutes, he basically got his brains bashed in by this very amateurish Caitlin Collins. I don't want to hear she's only 31. She was reading the script, blah, blah, blah. That was very unprofessional and really disrespectful how she treated him last night. So he was tired, right? He had to go back from Atlanta to South Florida, get up early in the morning and come on the show with me. But there's somebody on the phone with him that let him talk, let him talk and let him make his points. I think he really appreciated that. He was very calm. You guys heard it. He was very relaxed. He was laughing quite a bit, having a good time, which he usually doesn't have. He's usually pretty serious. So in the end, I think Donald Trump really enjoyed it. I think the listeners really enjoyed it. And it was a banner morning for WABC, which makes me happy for John Katsimatidis. And uh, by the way, uh, Summers Farkas has a question. Go ahead. No, Sid, I absolutely agree. President Trump was exceptional last night. And everyone on the airplane, we were all clapping our hands whenever he made a good point. How many people on the airplane? Well, there were about eight or nine of us, but we were That's all. <laughs> it was a private plane, I guess, right? It was a was smaller it a private plane. jet, Summers? You and no John comment. Kerry. No comment. It was My John Kerry there? It's a secret. <laughs> On advice of counsel, Summers declines to answer. <laughs> <laughs> but by the way, did you see this? This is just breaking. You're, you're in the world of uh, wild things, said uh, E. Jean Carroll. This is the woman, of course, who accused President Trump of rape. He was found liable of assault. And also of, of no, course, defamation of saying, uh, why would I have sex with that one? Yeah, again, yeah, and she's not my type. <laughs> so get this, John, to your point, John, E. Jean Carroll, there is word may sue Trump, quote, a third time <laughs> after he made comments last night in the town hall saying she's vile. She's a wacko. Uh, where what's your reaction to that? Said you talked to the president this morning. Well, I got to tell you, when he did that last night, he did call her a whack job. My reaction was, I was laying in bed, folks, watching this. I literally jumped out of bed and started applauding and yelling and screaming, way to go, Trump, at the screen. Because we followed this thing very, very closely. Joseph Takapina, dear friend of mine, for 46 years. 
We carpooled together to Brooklyn Poly Prep in the fourth grade. I knew everything going on in that courtroom. I knew every time Judge Kaplan did not allow Joseph Takapina to say something, who was funding her with the money. A guy was basically George Soros. Her attorney could say whatever she wanted. Takapina couldn't say anything. And in the end, if you're a woman and you get raped, and that's about as bad as it gets, it's awful. Like, you know, God, God bless these women. Absolutely. You don't, know what day, you don't know what day, what year this thing happened. That's all you need to know, folks. I usually, I tend to side with the women. I really do. Nine times out of ten. But 30 years later, all of a sudden, she's funded by a Soros-type guy. She doesn't remember the day or the time that he violently raped her. And the jury says she lied. She lied. And they went to number two on the instructions and gave him that nonsense sexual abuse call. So at the end of the day, congratulations to President Trump for calling her out. Because frank- quite frankly, she deserves it. And uh, Summers, Farkas? You know, Summers, I, you, have, yeah, you, you have a statement among women? Um, no, I had a question. Are, you get, are you not going to represent all us women? Come on, Summers. <laughs> I actually think she had no case whatsoever, no basis. And I'm terrified or horrified that this will set a dangerous precedent <laughs> uh, for men and women. And I'm just curious what Judge thinks. Yeah, opening the door. You're right. It, it, and, and by the way, as a woman, too, and I always want the woman's mm-hmm. voice to be heard. I'm Obviously, we're both women, huge women supporters, too, and women. Um, but, I like tough but, women. But, and you love tough. That's <laughs> well, why. That's why you sit next to one every day here, and, and you have one at home. You have a great, brilliant one at home too. But but there were holes in the story, that, many, as Sid many. aptly points doesn't out. Doesn't remember the year. Doesn't remember where. Uh, the well, time. I, I have a hard time. It was a crowded Bergdorf department store in a dressing room. I mean, Donald Trump. Even she back then, screamed. everybody. Yeah, and everybody knew Donald Trump. Or I mean, he's always charges, known him. Or brought the charges then. Yeah, or exactly. Why don't we bring charges against? Charges. Her for lying. Well, you know, I, I, he could do that. And, you know, the, 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 another part of this story that Trump brought up this morning with me, and he brought it up last night, too, which really makes it scratch your head, folks, was that according to him, she was looking, actively looking for an unlocked dressing room because a few of those were locked just to make sure they had a place to go and make love. She was the one who found, she was the one who found the unlocked dressing room and literally walked him over and said, look, this one is open. I mean, come on, folks. Sit. Anything else you would like to say? Tell me, who are you going to have in your show tomorrow? I've got a huge show tomorrow. Once again, I've got the exclusive with Tom Kniff. He is the attorney for Daniel Penny. He's going to join me at 725 tomorrow morning. Uh, Also, a couple of uh, Trump supporting actors, Scott Bale, Academy Award winning actor John Boyd is going to stop by tomorrow, too. Rudy Giuliani, Nicole Maliotakis, and the big one they just announced on the NFL schedule this year, the Jets will play the Bills September 11th, Monday Night Football, in Aaron Rodgers' first game as a New York Jet. I've got Joe Namath coming on tomorrow. Oh, wow. we love Joe. Well, How thank great. you, Sid. Well, to, well, I'll be listening to you tomorrow morning, and God bless. And uh, I, listen, I, I, we expect big ratings in the morning. Yeah, you got to keep it up. <laughs> Sid, great get. We were so proud thank of you. you. Awesome, thank my friend. You. I love all Let's you guys. Take- great show. Thank you.